I know that I should be smelling something, but it, the smell is just not there. My smell wasn't coming back. I was really scared because I couldn't smell the coffee, I couldn't smell the chocolate, I couldn't smell soap, pretty much nothing. That's Angela Lee, and she suffers from the loss of her sense of smell, medically known as anosmia. Her case was not caused by COVID, but she can relate to the 35 to 70 percent of COVID patients who are reeling from this strange symptom of the otherwise potentially deadly virus. Definitely handicapped my lifestyle. Losing these senses can be alarming, but there are ways that you can help get them back, even right from home. This is the Health Nexus podcast, powered by Jefferson Health. I'm Gianna DiMedio. Today, we talk with Dr. David Rosen from Jefferson's Department of Otolaryngology about anosmia. What is it exactly? Why is it associated with COVID? And what are the at-home remedies for recovery? Plus, a new clinical trial helping those like Angela. Here's Dr. Rosen. COVID's a virus, and post-viral smell loss is probably the most common kind of smell loss that you see. Now, the, the COVID virus has very quick access to the nervous system. It goes straight up into the nose and it acts as the olfactory nerve, which is on top of the nose. It's presumably an inflammatory kind of process. People did MRIs of COVID patients and they showed inflammation at the olfactory cleft. And, it, you know, so it's, it's some sort of inflammatory process on the nerve that's secondary to the viral illness. The difference between, let's say, COVID smell loss and just regular post-viral is that many of the patients that get smell loss with COVID don't have a runny nose or nasal symptoms. So the first thing that they notice is they can't smell. Before they get the cough or the other respiratory symptoms. So that's why COVID is a little unique. Some patients may not even realize how impacted their sense of smell actually is, he says. Most of them come in complaining of the taste issue. They say, oh, I can smell fine. And then when you actually objectively smell test them, they're like, oh, wow. We do like a 12 odor identification test. And, you know, they may get like six. Most of the people are really having smell loss that's leading to their loss of the sense of taste. That's sort of a common kind of thing. It's not that they lose their ability, like the tongue is fine. It's the nose that's not doing its job. And when you actually explain to them what's happening. They're like, oh yeah, okay, I guess it's because I have decreased sense of smell. He notes that studies are finding that once COVID symptoms are resolved, a patient can typically begin smelling and tasting normally between two to four weeks. If taste and smell don't return after a month, it's time to sniff out treatments. So what can you do? Smell exercises are probably the number one thing that you can do to help simple stuff you can use coffee perfume and citrus which everybody almost has if if you get the brain used to saying okay this is you smell citrus 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 and your brain says okay citrus and then you smell coffee okay coffee 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 okay perfume and then rose and eucalyptus so so those things are good so doing early smell exercises helpful if you look at all the science 
that's the one thing that's actually shown to be helpful to sort of promote the smell fibers to start working again. Most of the data shows that that's of all the things that, that are out there, that's a thing that's been proven to help recover quicker. Dr. Rosen cautions that when smell does return, it may not be as sweet as you remember. As the smell starts to come back, they get this parosmia where things really smell bad to them. I tell people that that's not necessarily a bad thing. That means that you're getting some neural regeneration and the, the smell fibers are just not quite, you know, they're a little crossed. So if you start doing those smell exercises and or the olfactory training, then you can basically help get the nerves to kind of figure out to uncross essentially. Aside from smell training, there are over-the-counter treatments too. The other thing people have tried that, that works fairly well that's, you know, over-the-counter kind of thing is alpha-lipoic acid. I think it's 600 milligrams twice a day. The other thing is nasal steroid spray, like Flonase, Nasogort, Rhinocort, they're all over-the-counter. So if you lose your sense of smell after COVID, go buy some over-the-counter Flonase. Go start some smell exercises, try some alpha-lipoic acid, try some vitamin A, and then if that doesn't help you, then come in and see me or one of the other people in the department. Most COVID patients now are treated with steroids, either orally or in an IV. Dr. Rosen says this is helping doctors see a high rate of recovery from loss of taste and smell, since the treatment of COVID is aligned with what otolaryngologists would do anyway. But not all are so lucky. Probably anywhere from 35 to 70 percent of people with COVID will have some disturbance of, of smell and, and thus taste. And the majority of COVID patients recover, but there's probably 10% that don't. And that's when it gets tricky. If you don't get recovery within, you know, one, two months post resolution of symptoms, you may want to come in and see one of us so that we can at least assess objectively what's going on and then maybe give them a little bit more aggressive treatment so that we can get it back. Dr. Rosen said there is a study in early stages for patients that are going on six months or more with no return of taste and smell. A sampling of a patient's blood is spun down to remove red blood cells. The remaining platelet-rich plasma, or PRP, has shown to promote cell growth. They inject it into hip joints and knees and scars, hair to make hair follicles stimulate growth. So that's what we're trying to do in the nose. Those patients that, you know, have gotten through those anti-inflammatory methods that we try initially that don't respond, then this is our new treatment that we're trying. If loss of these senses persist, there's no long-term risks to your health, but there are a few things to be cautious of. It's very difficult to eat because the diet becomes, everything just becomes texture because you can't taste anything. So, you know, weight loss, inability to really you know, have a normal diet because of everything tasting sort of flat long-term, that can be a problem. People can't smell when the gas is on in their kitchen or house. So that's a big thing. So we tell them that to get carbon monoxide detector because they can't smell the gas. It's very difficult to cook. Angela can certainly attest to that. That was the most scary part. I was constantly burning food. I just couldn't realize that I could potentially put my family in danger. Since joining the PRP study with Dr. Rosen, Angela sees a big difference. So much livelihood back to my daily life. I'm able to smell the things I burn. You know, I'm still trying to perfecting my cooking, like a lot of us are doing right now during COVID. 
And you know, I'm I'm not an excellent cook, so I still burn things from here from time to time. But now I'm able to smell when I burn it. That definitely helps when when I cook my food for my family. So nice to be able to smell the flowers now in the springtime. The smell freshly mowed lawns, which I wasn't able to smell for the last three years. All these little things I, I took for granted in the past, and I'm, I'm starting to really appreciate it now. I've lost it and I'm regaining it back and all because of Dr. Rosen. If anybody wants to consider the PRP or come to see Dr. Rosen, I just highly recommend it. For more information on getting your taste and smell back, especially after COVID, visit thehealthnexus.org. There, you'll find more from our experts, like how the pandemic is affecting our bodies or when to schedule a mammogram after getting the COVID vaccine. Be sure to subscribe to the Health Nexus podcast so you never miss an episode. Production support for today's episode provided by Dan Bernstein. I'm Gianna DiMedio. Thanks for listening.